The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, nation? Welcome to another episode of your favorite spinoff on your favorite podcast feed. This is Liga Tres English on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. And I'm your host, as always, the Mr. Mike Agustinu, celebrating Puru football one more time. This is episode 20, and it is round nine of the first phase. And we've got some crazy results, some chaotic matches to talk about. And it was played on rain-soaked pitches from north to south across continental Portugal last weekend. Let's get right into it. Let's start on Friday. We go to Ribatejo. We go to Alverca. Alverca hosting Amora, looking to pick up three points at home and continue their climb and continue their fight for the promotion spots. And 10 minutes into the match, it would be the host side. It would be Alverca taking the lead thanks to Diogo Salomão. And he would put them ahead. The Ribajanos would take that lead into the halftime team talk. They'd come out in the second half, manage the match. The, the visitors from the Margem Sul, Amora, would push. But they would have a hard time playing in the rain on this one. They would have a hard time getting quality opportunities. And in the end, it is the home side. It is Alverca picking up the three points. And they win 1-0 at home. Let's go to Saturday. Only one match played last Saturday. It's up in the Seja, up in the mountain. It is Sporting Club de Covilha, the Lions of the Mountain, taking on my club, Caldas Sport Club, as you know, my local club or my ancestral hometown club, Caldas Sport Club. And um, Caldas on a little bit of a slide. I've said before that I am nervous about this season. I'm, I'm concerned. Uh, this is going to go down to the end, and uh, well, it, the slide, the slide continues, but it started so bright in Cuvillã. Eduardo Monteiro puts Caldas ahead in the 20th minute, and the side from Uoest from the west, uh, looking good, looking looking like a proper side, looking like a team that can compete for promotion. Eight minutes later, the lead would be doubled on a highlight reel of a goal from young Miguel Rebelo. Uh, this kid, I mean, he did all the work down the left the left uh, channel, uh, beating a, a couple defenders, playing his cross in, and then uh, the ball finds its way to Diogo Clement, who, who holds off a couple of defenders. And as Miguel Rebelo is coming into the area, he comes in at pace. Diogo Clement just kind of lays it off. Miguel Rebelo with the inside of his right foot fires it into the far post, making it 2-0, Kaldish. And that would be the halftime score, and José Valla, the manager of Kaldish, had to be happy at that point. The traveling supporters had to be happy. Heck, I was happy. I mean, I got up at 6.30 in the morning for this one. Second half, though, four minutes in, Shiku Cardozo brings the Lions of the Mountains. Uh, within a goal, they cut the lead in half. It's 2-1. But then in the 61st, it is Lucas Vilela, the Brazilian, scores again for Caldas. He has been a huge asset since he was picked up last January as he has fit it like a glove with this Caldas side. 3-1 with a half hour to play. We're liking our chances at that point. And what's happened continues to happen to this club. And I've said this is where it gets very, very difficult 
to have an amateur team in a professional league at college, 100% amateur, with the exception of, I think, three players uh, that are professionals. The rest are all amateurs. And uh, it's latent matches. It's, it's depth and it's fitness. Okay, they don't train as much. They don't... They don't have as deep of a squad. The the manager said before, the biggest recruiting question is where do you live and can you get yourself to Caldas de Genia for training? And um, 13 minutes from time, Paulo Campos would pull would pull Sporting Covillan within a goal. And this is one that really I think the goalkeeper will want back. Backup goalkeeper Godinho in in net for, the, for this one for Caldas. And... Um, just four minutes later, this one he can't be blamed for. Adokole Benedict with the header to the far post. 3-3. At this point, College goes into the preserve the point mode. And they almost got it done, but the collapse is completed in stoppage time. 90th plus three. Again, some questions can be asked of the goalkeeper on this one. It is Shiku Cardozo picking up his second of the match. Fourth for Sporting Cuvillant. And at the death, it is Sporting the Cuvillant. Four, Caldas Sport Club. Three. Tough, tough result. Um, bad omen uh, for me for what was to come as Benfica would play just a couple hours after this. And we all know what happened there, right? Uh, Atletico Club de Portugal at the Tapadinha hosting Academica. A lot of traveling support from the University City to support the students, and it would be the students taking the lead in the 37th minute from the penalty spot. Mind you, this is after Atletico had already missed a penalty, but that one I think was well, that was just as well served because the referee pointed to the spot where there was no foul, in my opinion. The replay makes it look like there was no contact at all uh, when the Atletico player was, was alone. It was Balotelli alone in the area. And uh, one on, I should say one on one with the defender. He gets by him and then goes down kind of by himself. Looks like he might have lost his balance. The defender lost his balance. They both fell. There, however, was no contact. And uh, the referee still pointed to the spot. But Atletico Club de Portugal missing their pen in just a few minutes later. The other end, it's a handball called against Atletico. And the referee points to the spot. And Juan Perea steps up. And notches his fourth of the season as he converts this penalty. Academica take the lead. But it was joy that would be short-lived. 40th minute, João Silva sees his second yellow card and is given his marching orders. He is off. Academica down to 10. And they would manage the match well until we got to the final moments. 84th minute, and Atletico would, would tie it up. The ball would be coming down the right. He played across the penalty area. And Fabio, Fabio Pala would get on the end of it. And he would bury it to the near post. 1-1. And again, like Kaldish, Academica goes into preserve mode. Goes into make sure we keep a point mode. But two minutes later, Tiago Rosario scores for Atletico Club de Portugal and the stadium erupts at least the side of the of the Tapadinha that was packed with fans of course once again Portuguese uh camera work at its finest putting cameras on the same side of as the as uh, the fans 
can't even rent a tower or something to put a camera on the far side. So all match, we're looking at the side of the stadium that's under construction. We see a corner, you know, the, the topu, as they call it, the end stand, completely in shambles, crumbling concrete. We got to see that all match. We don't get to see the people that were there that were making good noise. And they erupt here when Tiago Rosario... Uh, Puts Atletico ahead four minutes from full-time. Atletico, the sensation team of the season in Liga 3 so far. No question about it. They were promoted. The defending national champions of the, the CNS, the fourth division. And they are top of the table in, in the south in Liga 3. These three points carry them a long way. Your final Atletico 2, Academica 1. Let's go north. Let's go to Braga. And it is the Baby Bishops. Braga B hosting Vianense. And, um, well, this was a day to forget for the young Braga B side. 18th minute. It was Leandro Villas-Boas scoring for Vianense after uh, Braga trying to construct their play out of the back. I think it was even on, on their goal kick. The, the keeper plays it to a defender, plays it to his partner. And next thing you know, they lose the ball in their own penalty area. It finds Leandro Villas-Boas, and he makes no mistake. 1-0. Four minutes later, uh, shaky defending leads to a penalty. And Nuno Barbosa steps up for Viennese. 2-0 to the side. Viana do Castelo stand up as Viennese double their lead and still before halftime they would triple the lead Jordão Cardoso makes it 3-0 that would be the final result in this one's Braga B nil Vianes 3 staying in the north Canelas on a bit of a hot streak after their win in the Taça de Portugal in the Portuguese Cup a week ago it didn't take them long Two minutes into this match with Faf and Canelas were ahead Luan Almeida scoring 37th minute, and Shiku Souza doubles the lead for Canelish 2010. That would be the halftime score. And then the referee, again, would point to the spot. I shouldn't say again. It's not the same referee, but another match where the referee is forced to point to the spot. Up steps Shiku Souza for his second of the match, converting this pen. 3-0 Canelish. Faf would pull one back in the 90th minute. Thanks to DD. This one finishes Canelish 3. Faf 1 to the Sintra district, we go. Peru Pinheiro hosting Sporting B. And this was uh, this was uh, maybe one of the matches of the weekend. Uh, again, rain-soaked pitch and muddy pitch. This looked like wa watching these matches was like, in highlights, is like looking back at the Portuguese First Division in the 1990s. Just rain, waterlogged pitches. Every time the ball is kicked, a puddle, you know, explodes out of the ground. Uh, the ball would stop in standing water. They just uh, mud everywhere, but they got through it. 29th minute, Miguel Menino puts the baby Lions ahead. And Sporting beat take the lead. But just before halftime, Piro Pinheiro, the promoted side, would pull one back. They'd pull level. Kennedy Oliveira, one minute past 45, would make it 1-1. And the home side would go ahead just two minutes after the restart. The Ganyan, Sidney Osei, scores for Piro Pinheiro. It's 2-1. And the promoted side would be really excited on the hour mark when Francisco Bastuj would make it 3-1. Peru Pinheiro, they look to be on their way to three points, but uh, hold on just a moment. Of course, uh, this match left you know some to be desired for the Sporting goalkeeper here. And uh, his name now, I had it written down and it escapes me. But... Um, 
It's Diogo Pinto, the name of the goalkeeper. Uh, two of these three were real frangos, and um, I don't think that the Sporting Faithful will be happy to see that. But they will be happy to see the fight back. It starts just two minutes later. It is Mauro Koto bringing the Baby Lions back, cutting the lead to 3-2. And then in the 76th minute, once again, it is Miguel Menino with his second of the match. And Sporting B comes back to rescue a point. This one finishes Peru Pinheiro 3, Sporting B 3. Staying in Sintra, it is Primeiro Dezembro hosting Oliveira do Hospital. Again, r- soggy conditions. The ball's stopping all over the pitch. Players are falling down and sliding everywhere. Uh, water coming up off the ground. Every time there's a slide tackle, it makes like a tidal wave. But in the 67th minute, it'd be the visitors from the Coimbra district. It would be Oliveira do Hospital taking the lead thanks to Abdoulaye Dafi as he would put them ahead. And in the 86th minute, the result would be closed or the match would be closed out thanks to Ricardo Damazu. Oliveira Hospital goes on the road, goes south and wins 2-0. Your final is Primeiro de Zembro 0, Oliveira do Hospital 2 Back up north, São João da Madeira. It is São Joãoense taking on the other surprise team, the other revelation of the season, another promoted side. It is Lusitania Lorosa, but early on it's the home side. It's São Joãoense thanks to Rui Moreira with a highlight reel of a goal in the pouring rain. Again, do yourselves a favor. Go to YouTube. Look up the highlights of this match. Okay, just put in São Joãoense. Lusitania La Rosa, okay, go to Canal Orange's YouTube page, Canal 11, okay, just type in Canal, C-A-N-A-L 11, okay, and go to live, or just put in Canal 11, São Joanes, Lusitania La Rosa, all right, check out this goal, this goal is a highlight reel of a goal, ah, man, just a, a fantastic volley that would bring any football fan to his feet, his or her feet, uh, but it, right after the restart in the second half, Lusitania La Rosa with a beauty of their own, thanks to Mika. And that is how this one would finish. A share of the spoils to each. San Juanes won. Lusitania La Rosa won. Staying in the north, moving over to the Aveiro district. Anadia hosting Trofens. And um, if you're an Anadia fan, this one is going to be agonizing. Tiago Leite would put Anadia ahead 1-0 in the 20th minute. 14 minutes later, 34th minute, it'd be Andres Zinho making it 2-0, bringing the crowd to their feet. That'd be your your halftime uh, score. Coming out in the second half, Alvarinho would add one. 3-0, Anadia cruising. Anadia having themselves a good start to the season, and you had to fancy them to, to continue, but... Trofense is a tough side. They were in the second division last year. They're fighting. They want to go back up, and um, it hasn't been. It hasn't gone really the way they've wanted to since since you know coming down to the Liga Three this season. But in the 58th minute, Berna starts the comeback. It's three one, 71st minute, and it is Daniel Liberal with an absolute fran- with a goal that was an absolute frangu, an absolute um, just. Abysmal goal to surrender by the Anadia goalkeeper. I mean, Daniel Liberal was trying to cross this ball. The ball is coming across the... It's coming into the right center channel. He's running full pace to try to get to the end of it. Slides to send it across the face of goal. Miss hits it onto goal. And the goalkeeper um, loses it somehow. It squeaks through. It's it's uh, 3-2. 
And you see Anadia's defense and Anadia's players' heads drop. You see them. You see their their ambition drop. Not their ambition drop, but their belief drop. And it would only take three minutes for Wilson Fonseca to complete the comeback for Trofens. Crazy, chaotic football. It finishes 3-3, a share of the spoils, one point to each. Anadia 3, Trofens 3. And in the final match of the weekend, it is still up north, and it is the leaders of Felgatish. I believe the leaders will double-check the, the table in just a moment. Felgatish, 19-32, taking on Verzin, a battle of promotion candidates. Five minutes, only five minutes into the match. Edwin Banguera scores for Felgatish, puts them ahead. And then 15 minutes from the whistle, quarter of an hour to the end of the match. Bruninho doubles the lead for Felgatish. Again, wet, soggy pitch, bodies flying everywhere. Very hard to play in these conditions. But Felgatish show everybody why they're one of the favorites. This one finishes Felgatish 2 Verzin nil. Let's look at the table then. After nine rounds, we'll start in the north. Uh, it is Felgatish, like I said, top of the table. 22 points from nine matches. Four points behind them is Lusitania La Rosa. Again, uh, the surprise of the north. And along with Athletic Club Portugal, the two revelations of this league this season. And it's going to be exciting to see how long they can hang on and if they can be there at the end and playing in the promotion series and the promotion uh, phase, trying to fight their way back into full professional football. Uh, these are professional teams. Okay, I, I call this a professional league when I'm referring to college as a, as a amateur team playing in a professional league because these are professional teams. But the Portuguese Federation classifies this league as amateur or semi-professional. So they're trying to get promoted to the Liga Portugal, which is the top two levels. And they're trying to get promoted to professional football, you know, full professional football. Uh, we're interested to see how that goes. Verzin is third right now, three behind Lusitania with 15 points. And right now in fourth is uh, nobody's favorite team listening to this podcast that I can think of. I have never, ever gotten a word from a Canelish fan. Almost every other club has said, hey, thanks for doing this. My club is so-and-so. Never from Canelish. And there's reasons for that. <laughs> but Canelish are fourth with 14 points. One better than fifth place. Anadia, who draw, who sadly dropped those two points in this one. Um, two trophies. Or they would be in that fourth position. Sixth place belongs to Braga B. They have 10 points. Three back from Anadia. And four points from that all-important fourth spot. That would put them in the promotion Places, uh, the promotion playoff places, excuse me. Seventh place is Faf with nine points. Saint Jonas is eighth with eight points. Ninth place is Trofense. I mentioned how it's it's been a frustrating season for them, uh, having been in the second division last year, and now they're, they're down and looking like they're going to have their second straight relegation battle this season. And via, despite their victory, their decisive victory this week, their 3-0 win in Braga against Braga B. Vianense is still at the bottom of the table in the north with six points. South section, like I said, Atlético Clube de Portugal, the side from Alcantara, is top of the table with 18 points. Okay, They lead Sporting Cuvillan, relegated side from last season, so they're trying to go right back up. Uh, they have 17. They're one behind Atletico. And then Sporting B, the Baby Lions, are third with 16. While Alverca's win 
moves them into or keeps them, I should say, in fourth place with 14 points. Oliveira do Hospital up to fifth place with 13 points, while College Sport Club, my College Sport Club, drop out of the top four and into sixth after two straight losses. They have 12 points right now. Academica are seventh, also on 12 points. And then in eighth, it is Peru Pinheiro with eight points. Ninth is Primeiro Dezembro with seven. And Amora, the Margem Sul Giants, are bottom of the table with a equal with the same point total as the North's bottom side. Six points for Amora, just like VNS. They are the two teams at the bottom of the table. Looking now at the top goal scorers, okay, um, you have the leader in the table is from Felgadish. It is Tambel Monteiro. He has six goals. And then you have two players with five, three players with five, excuse me. All of them play in the south section. João Costa of Alverca, Juan Perea of uh, Academica, and João Rodrigues, João Tarzan Rodrigues of Caldas. All of them with five and then two players, at least two players with four. They only list it out this far on uh, playmakerstats.com. That's where this is coming from. But with four, you have Tiago Leite of Anadia and Nunu Barbosa of VNS. Uh, your matchups for for match day 10 or round 10. Okay, we get started on the 4th of at least the north. Here's the matchups in the north, I should say. Okay, so I have the north in front of me. Uh, Saturday, the 4th of November, Braga B hosting Verzin. That's a 3 o'clock kickoff. 3 o'clock local time, that is Portuguese time kickoff. Uh, that is 10 a.m. our time here on the east coast of the United States, 7 a.m. Pacific. VNS, uh, we move to Sunday. VNS hosting FAF also 3 p.m. Portuguese time. And also at, at 3 p.m. Portuguese time on Sunday, São Joanes hosting Trofense. Um, and another match in that window, Anadia hosting uh, Canelish 2010. That's a big match. Maybe the match... Well, not quite, because the match of the week, I should say, probably in the entire Liga 3, but definitely in the north section. It's first versus second next Sunday, 5 p.m. Portuguese Standard Time, 12 noon Eastern Time in the United States, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. It is Felgadas hosting Lusitania La Rosa. This is going to be a big match. This is going to be fun to watch. I really hope the Canal 11, the Canal Owns app is working by then. If you've, I don't know about you, but if you are a subscriber, you've noticed when you go to log in, there's a screen telling you they're currently upgrading the app. They're currently improving it to improve your viewing quality. However, that leaves us with no live matches other than the overflow that they put on uh, YouTube. So go to, again, go to Canal Owns or Canal 11's YouTube channel. Click on Live Matches tab or Live Videos tab, and the schedule for this weekend is there. You can see which matches you can watch live for free on YouTube. Okay, that those are the matchups for this coming week. Now, in the South, let's take a look at it. And in the South, we have a Friday night matchup. So by the time you listen to this, it's tonight at the at the latest. Uh, some of you will won't listen to this until the weekend. But it is Alverca hosting Oliveira do Hospital in Ribatejo. Um, 
Friday night. It's a 7.30 p.m. Portuguese time kickoff, so 2.30 Eastern time, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, Alverca versus Oliveira do Hospital. And then Saturday, one match in the south. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff. In the Margem Sul, it is Amora hosting Sporting B. We move to Sunday for the rest of the matches. And in Sintra, all these matches kick off at 3 o'clock on Sunday. According to Playmaker Stats, of course, uh, they could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, it does look like the, these are the kickoff times. But uh, we have... Actually, okay, yeah, these are the kickoff times. So we have um, Primeiro Dezembro hosting Academica on Sunday, 3, 3 p.m. Portuguese time. Athletic Club Portugal welcoming Caldas to the Tapadinha. It doesn't get any easier for Caldas Sport Club here. And Sporting the Covilhão welcome Peru Pinheiro to the mountains. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how those top four teams do and if they start to put some distance between themselves and the chasing pack be very very interesting to see what happens this weekend in Liga 3 that my friends is basically it for this week a quicker episode only one round of matches to talk about it's my pleasure to do this to talk about this league remember as we say in Portuguese in Portugal or in Portuguese I should say apoio a equipa da tua terra support your local club Okay, um, especially at this level, they need the support. Okay, there's not a lot of money for them in this level. Uh, you can support them just by following them on social media. You can become a socio of most of these clubs online if you want to. But if you don't do that, just at least subscribe to the these clubs' YouTube channels. Subscribe to their, you know, or follow them on social media. Give them a little bit of a following. Let them monetize their content a little bit. You can help by supporting your local club or even better, support all of these clubs. Follow all of these clubs and uh, spread the wealth. All right, that's it for Liga 3 in English. Much more coming your way this weekend here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. I'm the Mr. Mike Agostinho. I am signing off, and I'll see you next time. Peace. We got something.